Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about finding the courage to seek help from others when you need it. I was doing a session with a client the other day and I thought it was so interesting because we started off the usual way when I do my sessions. I connect with people and we start talking about how I can help them and what's going on in their lives. And she just stopped for a minute and she said, you know, I listen to your podcast and I've heard everything that's happened to you this year and you've had a lot to handle and you've taken on a lot. How are you doing? And I thought it was really, really interesting that she asked that because it just it took me off guard for a minute it just caught me off guard because I thought here this person has come to me for me to help them and then she's asking me how I am and I thought it was so sweet of her to be concerned at all first of all about me but secondly it really made me think no one has really asked me how are you doing like how are you really doing In the beginning, when my ex first passed away, my aunt would ask me that. She would say, how are you doing? But since then, a lot of other things have happened to you. You know, my mom got sick, and I've had issues with my kids going through emotional stuff. And no one has really said, how are you doing? Are you doing okay? And I thought that was really strange, that when she said that to me, it triggered something in me like, hey, nobody's really ever asked me that before. And so I thought about it. And it's interesting because I was having some emotional stuff going on with my daughter. And she and I were kind of butting heads and not seeing eye to eye on certain things. And so I went to my group of people, the healers that I work with, and I would say to them, like, What am I supposed to do? I don't know what to do. I know that my daughter is struggling, but I don't know how to help her. And it seems like every time I legitimately just try to help, it's making things worse. And it feels like she's running and spending more time with her stepmom. And that that was really hurtful for me. And a couple of the people who are, you know, intuitives said to me, your daughter knows that you're a strong person and that you're going to be fine. So she's worried more about her stepmom because she knows you'll get through it and she knows you're tough and that you can handle anything. And I thought that was just such a an odd thing because I'd never thought about that before. And in making those connections, you know, that my daughter thinks that I'm a strong person, my family thinks I'm a strong person, I realize a lot of times when we get thrown a lot If you've been thrown a lot in your lifetime and you're just used to having to pick up the pieces and carry on, people will just assume that you've got it, that you can handle it, that you're okay, and you don't need any help, and that you have to just figure out how to do it on your own. And this is the time that we have to learn how to advocate for ourselves and how to speak up and how to say, I'm not okay. I mean, I'm okay. But 
I still need people to talk to too. I still need people to bounce ideas off of. And I go and seek those people out. But it just occurred to me that in my own life, no one really asked me, are you okay? Are you doing okay? Everyone just assumes like, oh, she's got this. Like, it's just part of the deal. She'll handle it. She handles everything else. And while, yes, it's true, I know I can handle it, it doesn't mean that it isn't helpful to have someone just stop in from time to time and say, you doing okay? How are you doing? It was a little bit of a wake-up call for me yesterday because I was thinking about how I felt when someone asked me, hey, how are you doing? Are you really doing okay? What's going on? And I thought, there's probably many of you out there who face the same thing. It's like just because we know how to handle things and we're so used to having to handle things, especially when you're going through a period where life is throwing a lot at you. And I feel like many people right now are in a period of time where life is throwing a lot at us. And there are many reasons because we have the pandemic still going on. Not only that, I feel like we are going through an entire shift in our energy of the earth. We're like shifting to transition into this new earth where our energy is going to be so much different. And because of that, so many people are going through right now what feels like the dark night of the soul. Even people who have said, I've already gone through this. It's like you're going through it again. And no, you're not crazy. It's just we're doing the last little bit of shifting and purging of the things we don't need anymore in order to make way for these new earthly bodies that we're getting. And I was talking to my client yesterday and we were talking about past life regression. And I said, you know, when you go through and you do these past life regressions, you're not just healing yourself. And she said, I know I'm gonna be healing my future my children's children and their children. I'm healing all of the future DNA. And I said, yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. So it's important for us to not try to skip over this step and just to move to the next thing. It's important that we actually take the time to heal this stuff because we are clearing away a lot of karmic debts and we're clearing away lessons that we didn't learn yet from past lifetimes or even from this lifetime that we don't want to take with us into the next. And so it's important to do the healing work, even though healing is oftentimes really ugly and messy. And as you're going through the healing process, it often feels like you're breaking, but you're being broken open in order to be put back together again and be infused with the light from the divine. That makes you even more beautiful than before. And that was what... I was inspired by when I titled my book, Beautifully Broken, I was thinking about the Japanese pottery that when it breaks, they glue it back together with this paint that has gold flecks in it so that the piece becomes even more beautiful than it was when it was actually whole before it was broken. And that's sort of what we're doing with ourselves. We're putting ourselves back together, but in doing so, we're doing it in a way that we become even more beautiful than ever before. But it's important that as you're going through this, because it is a process, it doesn't happen overnight, 
it's sort of like, I even think about my mom's own healing process because what they kept telling us is, we've got to break you down to build you back up again. So they had to pump her body full of poison, essentially, in the chemotherapy to get rid of and shrink the cancer. And now they're going to be in the process of building her back up again. And first they have to remove it. And then she'll be on that slow climb back to her normal self. But it's a process and it's not going to happen overnight. And I was talking to a few people who said, you know, she's thinking that she's just going to wake up in a few weeks and be better. But it takes a good year or two to feel completely normal again after you've had to go through this process of fighting cancer. And for some people, it's even longer than that. So in the same way, you shouldn't be discouraged when you're going through your healing process because it is a process that doesn't happen overnight. You don't wake up overnight and go, suddenly I'm better. And what I'm finding with my daughter and with my own children is that it's, there are layers, layers upon layers upon layers. And this is stuff that's gone on through their whole lives. So it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while to take off those layers and to heal them. And as you're going through it, it's important to remember that even though you might be a strong person and you're able to handle things, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to seek people out when you don't know the answer to something. Believe me, I've had to. I've worked with coaches and mentors and with counselors and I've worked with a lot of people. I don't feel like the work is really ever completely done, but a lot of people just try to do it on their own. Just like when you think, oh, I'm such a strong person, I don't need anybody, I can just do it on my own. Everybody needs a little bit of help now and then, and there's no shame in that. For some reason, we've taken asking for help as a sign of weakness in our society, and it's not. If you could do everything by yourself, how great would that be? But why would we need a whole society if that were the case? You can't do everything completely alone. I can't. My kids can't. My mom can't. None of us can. So it's important not only for you to understand that it's okay to ask for help, it's okay to reach out when you need to, but think about the people in your life. You probably also know people that you think of as like so strong and they've handled everything and they've got it. I want you to think about those people and maybe think about reaching out now and then. In the past day, I've had several very sweet friends. I consider them friends. We follow each other on Facebook and they're podcast listeners and gotten to know a few of you because, you know, just seeing what you post every day and we interact and several of you have reached out knowing my mom's having surgery and just been kind and sweet and said nice things and that's meant so much. And it wasn't until I had that session that I realized like, oh, I just kind of trudge through life sometimes thinking like I need to have all of the answers and I have to do it all myself. And I don't. And you don't either. So if you're one of those people who seems strong, I remember my ex-husband used to make fun of me for that. He would 
tease me and say, oh, well, you're just a strong woman, like that was a bad thing. But the truth is, it can be a bad thing. It can be a detriment if you're so focused on getting through life and doing what you need to do that you never stop to smell the roses or you never allow others to come in and help. Because sometimes our biggest lesson is learning how to let others in. And I know for me, that can be a problem. It's an issue for me, I know that. Like, I'm not always necessarily one to just open my doors and say, come on in, you know, I want to share everything with you. And you may think, how is she saying that? She has her own podcast. Of course, she shows people what her life is like. But I don't necessarily let someone in to help. At least I never used to. And I've started to learn through this whole process that I have to start being more vulnerable and reaching out and asking for help from others when I need it. And in all of those times that I reached out, there were people who had amazing suggestions and things that I would never have thought of. But I wouldn't know that if I hadn't reached out. And even when I was feeling, you know, I'll say it, I was feeling jealous that my daughter wanted to go and spend all of her time with her stepmom. And that's what everyone was like, well, you shouldn't feel jealous about that. And in my mind, I'm thinking, it's not just about that. I just don't want to be shut out of her life. But then I called the stepmom and we had a conversation and she pointed out some things and it was eye-opening because I never would have made these connections on my own and trying to figure it out on my own. I would have been like chasing my tail, running in circles, like what's going on? But in listening to the advice that she gave and the advice that others gave, I realized like sometimes I have to do things in a way that I'm not used to doing them. And that might be uncomfortable. And for some of you, you may figure that out too. When you work with others and you get help from others, you may realize, wow, I've done everything my own way my whole life, thinking I had all of the answers. But actually, allowing others to come in and help sometimes, not only does it help you because someone's coming in to relieve you, but you learn things from people. You learn to look at things from different perspectives. When we only choose to see a situation from our own level of experience, we can only come up with limited solutions. But when we go to others who see things from different perspectives, for example, I have a mentor who didn't have any kids of her own biologically, but she was a stepmom. So she offered solutions from that perspective of, hey, I don't know how you're feeling as the biological mom, but I can tell you what's probably happening from the perspective of the stepmom. And it opened my eyes because I wouldn't know. I'm not a stepmom. I don't have any stepchildren. So I didn't see it from the same perspective that she did. So it offered me multiple views on how to look at the situation. And that's the interesting thing. There isn't one way to solve a problem. There are multiple ways. You don't have to attack something just from one certain position. There can be multiple angles you can look at things at. But if we're only relying on ourselves, 
we're not necessarily seeing every angle. We may have a huge obstruction of our view in front of us, and that would be our own life experience, that we can only see the problem from the experiences that we've had ourselves. And so if you have not experienced something, then you don't know. And it's not that you're dumb or that you don't know how to handle it. It's an experience. Think about when you start school. You don't know how things are going to go when you first start. You know, we have all of these expectations, but you've never taken that class before. So you don't know what it's going to be like. And sometimes you take the class and you're like, oh, this is great. And I have everything I need to be prepared. And then sometimes you take a class, like for me, it was always math. And it would be a struggle because I wasn't prepared and I didn't feel like I had everything I needed. So I would have to go and get help from multiple people in order to tackle the problem. And in the same way, if you're feeling like you're stuck and you just keep looking at the same problem over and over again and you're not seeing any kind of solution to it, maybe it's that you need to see something from a different perspective. And maybe that can only come from talking to someone else who can give you a different perspective. Just a little food for thought. I keep pulling the cards lately that we need to see things from others' perspectives. We need to look at the problem with the eyes of love and not with fear and say, what would love do? Would love hold on tightly and try to control the situation? No, it would not. But it's our fear and our ego that causes us to do things like that. So we have to get out of our own way sometimes and allow ourselves to see things from a new perspective. And if you're one of those people who's always been expected to handle things, like, I've got it, I can handle it, it's not a problem. Maybe it's time for you to allow others to come in to help you. Or maybe you're one of those people who knows someone like that in your life, and maybe it's just time for you to reach out to that person and say, hey, can I help you? How are you doing? How are you really doing? Because oftentimes, those of us that are expected to be strong and just to handle everything, we often don't get asked that question. And that's a shame. Because that's when you can have those conversations where people can come in and and help you see things from a new perspective. But I have definitely found in my own life that I have to go out and purposefully seek the help and ask for others to come in and give me a new perspective. I don't generally just have people who come up to me and say, how are you doing? Can I help you? I have to do it on my own. But that's a lesson. That is a very important life lesson, learning how to advocate for yourself, learning how to seek help when you need it, and even knowing that you need help because so many of us will just go through life like, ah, I got it, and we'll figure it out, and we'll stumble. 
It's kind of like when you're in a dark room and you're trying to find the light switch and you know where this light switch is during the day. You know exactly where to go, but for some reason when the light is out, you're fumbling all over the place, tripping over things and searching on the walls with your hands for this light switch that for some reason, even though you should know exactly where it is because you've turned it on a gazillion times in the daylight, you can't find it in the darkness. That's how we wander through life sometimes. And sometimes our lesson is just asking others to illuminate the problem for us so that we can see it from a different perspective. And that's one of those things we can ask our angels to help us with. Help me to see the problem or the person or the whatever through the eyes of love. Help me to see a solution that's fair for everyone or just send someone who can help me. Even that kind of a prayer is enough. And there is no shame in asking for help. In fact, it's actually a great sign of strength to show that, hey, I can't do everything on my own. And if I try to do everything on my own, it's not gonna be done as well as if I had someone who was helping me. So sometimes we have to bite the pride and the ego and let it go and understand that we're better when we work together. Even if that's just with your spiritual team, start asking for help because they're listening and they want to help. We just have to ask. All right, guys, so I pulled a card for you today. And the card that I pulled is from the Heart Thoughts deck by Louise Hay. It says, I trust the process of life to take care of me. Today is a new day. I will have many wonderful new experiences. I am loved. I am safe. And so it is. I love that. And then I pulled another card for you and it says, I am in the right place. Wherever I go and whomever I meet, I find my own love and my highest good waiting for me. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me, as always. It is a pleasure being here with you every day. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave me a positive review from wherever you're listening. You can leave me some stars on iTunes. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central on Facebook where I do a free card reading. And if you show up for the live, I'll pull a card just for you. I also post videos to Instagram and I have a YouTube channel where I have free guided meditations. If you want to work with me, if you want me to help you get unstuck, I would absolutely love to work with you. I have many offerings available. You can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. On the shop page, the offerings page, you will see all of the services I offer. You can book directly from the website. And then when you're ready to schedule, just contact me and we will set up your appointment. Right now I have evening sessions available from 4 Central on. And Saturday and Sunday I have from 11 Central to 2. So you can just reach out and contact me. Again, I want to thank you for being here with me. I am sending you guys so much love and light, and I hope that you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. And I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.